We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook, Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co slash free book. That is M-I-K-O-S-A-N-T-O-S dot C-O slash free book. This podcast is brought to you by Kangaroo Fern Productions, Australia's independent podcast management. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com slash book now. Today, uh, many people believe on this, but the most important thing is that if you see, if you see a fake news posted by this, of those platforms, for example, Facebook and YouTube, and you can report it right away. That's one of the most important things that everybody should take action, educate the people. A Kangaroo Fern production. Welcome, Welcome to Gorilla Podcast, Fresh Eyes. The beat that makes you feel good. A weekly podcast that features interviews with social change leaders or individuals that aims to bring audiences good stories to motivate their own social impact efforts. Now, here's your host. Hello, Humanista. This is uh, Miko Santos from The Side Strip. And welcome to another episode of Fresh Eyes. Today, uh, we're still in quarantine. So, <laughs> so as a creative content creator, we have to do something that using our technology as said before and today our guest for today is he's been blogging for since 2003 he is the founder of manila <laughs> bloggers network pb network and of course the philippine toycon and in 2019 the most influential bloggers from luzon in the philippines he has also appeared to different tv and radio radio station in the philippines so please welcome Azrael Coladilia. Welcome to the show, Azrael. Hey guys, uh, welcome and thank you for inviting me. Can you tell us about yourself? Who is Azrael? Okay, uh, I'm Azrael Coladilia. I live here in Cavite, Cavite, Philippines. And I'm a content creator for 17 years. And it's my full time as a uh, blogger. Now a video content creator or we call it a blogger. Also, I'm also a uh, social media publisher and uh, I organize events with uh, the Toycon Philippines and that's it. Describe how did you first get into blogging? Okay, uh, at first, uh, some of my friends who are uh, comic book artists, Jerry Alangilan, Ariel Atchensa, Lyndon Gregorio, Jack Ting Lim, they are... Uh, popular comic creators and artists here in the Philippines, I noticed that they are using this kind of platform. For example, like Journal and uh, Blogger.com or Blogspot, they are, you know, creating, they, they, they created their own website through those platforms and they write their their life. They post their artwork. And I'm very curious to try it because I'm also a uh, website uh, creator, developer, and I love uh, publishing content and also creating news 
for especially for my interest is pop cultures all about comic books about animation gaming about uh, superheroes so those are my interests so what i did is that i created a, a yahoo groups where i can write some news post some photos so it's like the first social media platform back in the days the early uh, friendster uh, I think the early 2000 <laughs> yeah friendster too so that's one of my uh advocacy that time creating pop culture news for filipinos so one of the best platform that back then is yahoo groups and yeah. also friendster So when I learned about uh, blogspot or blogging, I I thought to myself I should try this uh, because it's very easy. You don't need any uh, special skills in uh, in uh, developing a website, and the service is free. That's the thing that I remembered. Uh, blog blogger.com like journal is free, so I took the advantage of their their uh, free service, and then I created my own blog website which is azraelsmaryland.blogspot.com. It's my first ever, the one and only, blog website for, few, for, for 17 years already. But that's the story. Yeah, so to our audience and listener, not everyone knows that Azrael got a degree in BSMAT and ComSci in Far Eastern University. So <laughs> that's BSMAT and Computer BS Science yes. <laughs> in Far Eastern <laughs> University. And now... He is a content creator. Can you tell me some of your strengths that really help you in blogging? My strength? Well, I'm not a good writer at first because uh, writing is not my uh, forte. I, 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 I like, you know, I like taking photos, telling a story, and then uh, I enhance my skills in writing through uh, personal Uh, experiences. So, what I do is just write my story. What's happening uh, in my life, personal life? What are the foods that I like to eat? When, when, what, what are the favorite movies that I want to watch? Uh, because of those topics, I discovered myself. No, I can write. I can tell a story, and then using my photos, uh, I can add more uh, content to my story. So, if you can see my blog, it's full of photos, a lot of. Uh, storytelling and people say that my blog is like a virtual uh, a virtual uh, machine for example because I always post my experience and people love the idea that it's like a virtual tour actually many people notice that some of my content are like a virtual tour of a place or a beach or an island because all of the content that I, I post in my blog are based from my personal experience. What I see, what I hear, what I smell, what I taste, I translate that into words and write a story in my blog. How would you describe your blogging style? Uh, very personalized uh, writing style because that's the, only, that's the easiest and the most fastest in uh, uh, writing a blog content. Uh, if I'm going to translate my personal feelings, my personal experience into words, That's the most easiest. That's the most, that, that is the most uh, uh, fastest thing to do. And even though that I don't have any special skills in writing, I'm not a good writer. I I, I suck in writing English. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so that's that's one of my problem, no. And uh, but through the years, I I learned many kinds of uh, writers. Uh, I uh, dedicate more time in uh, editing. Those words I consult with people. If I doing, if I'm writing the right 
words. And thank you. There's already Google where I can check spellings and other terms. Because especially if I'm I'm writing a content for technology, I'm going to review a smartphone or a laptop. There are a lot of technical terms that I need to research and understand. Uh, but my readers are not are not. Uh, an expert in, in understanding those technical terms. So what I'm doing is I translate those technical terms into much more on a layman's term. So that's, I'm, I avoid the jargon terms, but I'm, I'm doing the layman terms, which is much more easier to understand. That's why my, my writing style are not that technical. Is I'm using the most simplified words because not everyone are, you know, uh, easy to understand some English words, especially in the Philippines. Uh, not everyone can understand those kinds of, you know, those words. That, that, that Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Those words that are very hard to find in a dictionary. and But for experienced people for them it's already a common term it's a common word but for others it's you know it's hard to understand so that's why one of my writing style is much more on a, on a personal personalized uh, uh, style and it's based on you know i write the most simplified words and terms what inspired you to start your blogging right well for me it's the it's my readers because if you have already a reader, a daily reader, or or whoever they are, they are the most uh, uh, important part of my my blog because they're the only one who push me to this level to continue and uh, search for more stories and the content to share in my blog. And because of them, there are there are times that I I want to quit blogging, but people are are question I should not stop because you know they, they they like what I share on on my website and also on my social media platforms uh, uh, and because of that I studied more kinds of ways of creating content so that my readers will will enjoy more of what I share online and because the internet landscape is changing so I need to to follow what are the new trends and uh, sometimes uh, the technology itself inspired me to to stay uh, in this kind of field because you know it's very hard to be left behind and you know uh, i'm already doing tiktok for example <laughs> so i'm exploring a lot of uh social media platform on other ways of creating content and because of my followers subscribers readers they're the ones who inspire me to to do more and you know not step down or or quit because uh, i'm already part of this uh content creation revolution it's in in already uh making it as an advocacy as a creator introducing uh good content for everyone especially today uh, fake news are already scattered around and uh, if we stop creating authentic content, you know, fake news will win and it will ruin our our community. It will hurt a lot of people. So as a content creator, we should step up and because we have this enemy, fake news. So what we do is as an ad- ad- advocacy, we create authentic content. That's why my readers and followers are one of my biggest uh, inspirations.
everyone, not just my readers, it's everyone on the internet. So, so you're saying about the the fake news uh, back here in Australia, we are very strict on on the fake news. We usually uh, get investigated and then file some case. So in relation with the fake news right now, in our situation, the COVID-19, that's what's happening. As yes. a content creator and other content creator who's listening or, or watching right now, what do you think is the best option or what is the best um, strategy to fight this fake news, especially on during this time right now? Today, uh, many people believe on Facebook, but the most important thing is that if you see if you see a fake news posted by this of those platforms, for example, Facebook and YouTube, and you can report it right away. That's one of the most important things is that everybody should take action, educate the people, and also inform them. Be informed. Inform them that the content that they are posting are fake, and you support your tank with. Uh, sources that are posted by legit news agencies, for example, or information that are you know very accurate. So your you said your inspiration is is for your audience. So you keep doing your blogging, getting content created or best content in your blog. So what do you think is the best strategy that work well for you? to get more traffic to your blog? Uh, for me, uh, because the content is being recycled by many people. For example, uh, there are seasons that, for example, a new restaurant will come in here in our country. Uh, because of social media, uh, people are now creating their own style of content. And for me, if I'm going to do a same content, for example, and uh, nobody will read my content because there are a lot of uh, uh, same content, uh, uh, replicate content, and it will lose some interest for the reader. So what I'm going to do is make a content that that are, for example, if there's a new hamburger coming in, for example, a new kind of hamburger, for example, I'll just go to that restaurant and feature it in my blog. And I'll check if there's uh, an interest to some of my readers because uh, that kind of uh, food, for example, doesn't have any uh, social noise. So I'm the one who's going to create that social noise so that people will be informed. And then, well, if I get the the luck, it will go viral, for example. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, the content, uh, if, if, if the content is very personalized, it's come from your heart, people will read it. It's, it's not a... Uh, a shortcut thing where you just post photos from from other people. You should produce your own content so that will reflect that you are uh, making your own personal uh, story, for example. And that will interest the, the people. Your personal story will bring more readers to your website. It's authentic and it's only you who can create it. What was your greatest failure? And what did you learn from that? When we're starting off as a blogging, sometimes we, we fail. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. On that failure, did you learn something from that? Well, for failures, there's a lot of mistakes, for example. Right? For example, back then when blogging is in, in its own infancy stage, 
uh, I've encountered that I'm if I'm going to give credit to people who are the original source of the information. Back then, we are so careless in posting or reposting some content that are from other websites. For example, photos. For example, we just borrowed it and we share it. Uh, we forget that it's very important you know, to to mention those uh, source of information. And that was the biggest mistake that I've learned many years ago. Uh, for example, there's this Filipino programmer who created an antivirus for for this virus in our computer. So what I did is that I copied his uh, technique or how to download, how to kill the virus in your computer. So back then, I forgot to post the credit and source of information. So it looked like the content is coming from me. And then this uh, virus programmer posted a comment on the blog and said that I should be giving credit. And what I did is that I posted his name, mentioned it's from that guy, and also posted a link, a link of the source of the information where I posted in my blog. So it's very important to, to credit the information so that so that uh, it will not look like that the content is not, is not, is not coming from me. Because in every, every blog content that we post, we should be accountable so we should be responsible. So everything that happened is falling to you. So we should be very, very careful in posting content. That's one of the another mistakes that sometimes I'm very careless and irresponsible blogger because I sometimes blogging is a diary. It's a personal uh, thing, and blogging has changed its own plan, its own way. It's no longer just a blog or a diary. It's already a website. It's a uh, uh, can full of information. So what 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 I did back then is that I got this one mistake in posting very sensitive uh, information about my about my life, and it already hurt some some so many people. So through that, I learned that we should be very careful in posting not very too much information, for example, and we should check first someone will get hurt. So that's one of the biggest mistakes that I encountered. And I've learned it, and I'm sharing it to everyone that they should be. Uh, responsible and accountable in writing, posting anything on the internet. So in the future, where do you hope your blog will take you? I'm not sure. <laughs> I should be... Uh, I was planning to retire last year, but uh, I was. I think I'm going to give uh, three more years. Maybe if I hit 20th year for blogging, maybe I should kill my blog or transform it to another... Uh, a title because I want to transform to another blog site that, that doesn't carry my name it's Azrael's Maryland blog actually it's a diary it's my personal life there and it turned into a uh, commercialized uh, blog site already it's, it's a, a blog site that I feature travel lifestyle food and technology and it's more mainstream. So if you go to my blog, Dating 2003, it's very personal. I'm very young, I'm very careless, and very adventurous person back then. And I want to, to leave that blog and create a new one. But many people are advising that I should not stop, continue it because my blog is already established. And I might get some problems with Google because I'm going, if I'm going to create another one, might uh, you know create some confusion because it's me and uh, maybe some content might get duplicated so what I did I should continue uh, using the same platform and maybe I think after my 20th year I should retire the blog already maybe 
I'm in this beautiful island, you know, sitting, enjoying the sunset, receiving some uh, yummy mojito. Maybe, I'm not sure, but maybe in the future, uh, someone will take care of my blog. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm already a digital nomad. But, uh, you know, I was, I, I'm thinking of, you know, trying new, new things because there are times that in blogging, I already lost my interest in continuing because I already uh, got my success, for example, I I'm receiving one million blood kits per month few years ago, and for me it's a it's a milestone. For me, the challenge already been uh, you know finished, and after that there's, there are no there are no longer challenges. There are no more challenges actually, no more challenges. And I got you know lost some interest. I got lazy. I didn't get the time to to write more. And uh, after that, I lost some passion about writing or posting a blog because it's finished. I'm done. I'm on my decades of blogging and I'm, I'm going now to my second decade of blogging. But, uh, but I got this, you know, uh, hunger for challenges where I saw, okay, blogging on YouTube. Okay. This is a challenge. This is a new challenge for me. So that's why I, I, Went to YouTube, created my YouTube channel, and started blogging. Because I'm already start blogging since 2006, uh, the, the the year where YouTube first went public. I have some videos in my old uh, channel, and through that, I can see that the ways of blogging are are the same. Talk to the camera, tell a story, you edit. But the problem is that we have a very crappy camera back then. So, uh, this can point and shoot camera with a very bad resolution and also bad audio. So it's very hard to continue vlogging back then. So flashback to 2010, I learned that we already have a very fast and stable internet. We got smartphone technologies uh, doing a good thing on their camera. Uh, I started uh, a serious uh, blogger 2010 and the rest is history. I'm still vlogging on YouTube on my second channel and it's doing good. Do you say that from the content, from from the written blog are you going to transfer to the video blogging or you can still keep the content actually I'm doing both I can't okay. leave one <laughs> so if I have a written content on my blog there will be a time that it should have a video content like what you hear so far make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now that's why it's very hard for me to you know to juggle all of the works because I need to take photos take uh, videos I should record myself edit and then uh, post a blog post on my site that's why I have already schedules I manage for example in the morning I I manage my content, shoot and record a video and then on the afternoon I should be writing a blog post about it and then on, on the evening I'll be editing videos. On the next day I promote everything on, on social media to showcase uh, all of my works because uh, everything is uh, comes from our heart. It's a labor of love and I don't want to waste those uh, works or those uh, skills, no? I should promote it. It's, it's a content that people should read or watch. So that's why I'm very uh, present in all social media. I'm promoting my content creation nonstop. So that's why I'm doing both. But uh, for blogging, I'm trying to go back to much more on personal, much more on a diary style because... Uh, Nobody can write that anymore because people are writing personal stories on social media, like for example, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They post their stories there. And blogs 
of today are much more on the mainstream. Commercialized. So, commercialized. There, there are no longer uh, personal touch. So that's why my plan is since last year, actually since two years ago, I'm inserting some diary kind of style of blogging in my blog. So if you notice that, it means that I sat around in front of the computer, typing nonstop. Mm-hmm. And then publish. <laughs> All right. So this is another question that you answer. Okay. Can you name some of your favorite bloggers and explain why they are your favorites? Ah, <laughs> bloggers. Okay. It's very easy because from the very start, one of the most influential person that, that, that influenced me to blog is my friend, comic book artist. His name is Jerry Alangilan. Yeah, and I know, I know Jerry. Yeah. He died last year. Last year, yeah. Last year, Jerry, yeah. Yeah, he died last Come, year. Comiquero. Comiquero. Comiquero.com. Uh, he's my favorite because he's the one who I saw that he, he blogged on a on, uh, personal touch. And at the same time, he publishes his works his work in progress in drawing and in comic book. And uh, for me, that's that's how blogging uh, works uh, back then. And uh, I, it's like reading an open book uh, of a person and you learn many things about the person. Sometimes the, their words are very, uh, very influential. You learn something. I'm not a comic book writer or artist, but through them, I learned something new. I started writing a... Uh, comic book story. Actually, I already joined two of his Comic Hero Anthology comic book. I contributed some comic book stories and I did, I saw it in a comic book format and I'm surprised. Oh my God, I can do that too. I'm not a professional comic book writer but I created a comic book based on my story. And because of that, the influence of the person or, or the person behind those blogs that influenced me. Not just Jerry Alangilan. There are a lot of names on the internet, uh, there's also Ariel Achenza, also a comic book creator, one of the biggest influencers. So, sabay sila eh. They're, they are the first two that I saw blogging behind the computer because Ariel Achenza as a, as a comic shop, a comic a computer shop in Mandaluyong City. And I always hang out there every day. And I saw him, he's creating, he's very busy writing and then posting his artwork. So that's one of the influences that uh, me as a uh, sometimes an event organizer, I post uh, work in progress or production blog because uh, I noticed that you can use blog platform as you know your 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 journal in making project. And uh, a good example for blog is that Peter Jackson, you know Peter Jackson, the director of uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was surprised that. He created the journal and a video blog documenting the behind the scenes of making the trilogy of Lord of the Rings. So do that. Oh, okay, the blogging is not just for personal stories, but also for your works so that you can inform your fans, your readers on what you are doing. So another question I'm thinking right now is because of the situa- situation all over the world, the situation of the coronavirus, the COVID-19, mm-hmm. What do you think insensitive influencer? So they're making... Ah, yeah. It's a big debate. Uh, recently, I, we, we, me and some of my fellow creators are discussing about insensitive uh, uh, creators who are, you know, they just, they're not taking this COVID-19 seriously. 
and they you know they they have the luxury yes they have the luxury to travel around enjoy everything that they do but you know we cannot work them to you know stop because it's their life we cannot do that we cannot control it all we can do is that complain or <laughs> criticize them and it's like when you see a bad example for example you saw a bad example don't be the next bad example but be the good example <laughs> so what I can say is that you know just let them be let them enjoy and if they get the, the virus that's their problem it's their fault because they're not careful they're not following the government's uh, request to stay home diba? so we just pray that doesn't happen to them we just, we just pray that they are fine they, they bring joy and entertainment to their leaders and uh, viewers and for me I'm at home so I just create content that I can do inside my home. For example, I'm just reviewing cameras, reviewing some technology. There are there are there is a time that I'm already cooking. <laughs> so, I'm already I saw that. I saw that. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not sure for tomorrow maybe I'll be reviewing my washing machine. <laughs> so just to keep me busy during this quarantine lockdown. There's no problem. It's just my joy in creating content adding entertainment to my viewers and if ever I got out for example I got a chance to get, to get, to get out to walk around I'm, I might get in trouble if I created the content I should keep it keep it to myself because, it, because it's very sensitive you know people will get hurt because you know uh, everybody is doing their part the citizen following the the government's uh, law or request a home and if I join the bad example club, for example, it will just hurt many people. Not me, it will hurt many people because they will say that I went around very carelessly, uh, very irresponsible. It will just destroy my credibility. So we don't have time and for we got short time now, right now. So can you give us help? and tips for the people who is planning to be or becoming a content creator what is your tips because you've been blogging since 2003 there's a lot of difference happening yes. during that decade yes. so for people that is going to start today what do you what are your help and tips to them well for me my tips will be don't be afraid try to experiment and know your interest because the content that you are creating will not just benefit you, but also benefit the people in the, the internet, the people who are reading the internet. Because the information that you, you post will help uh, adding more information. For example, I got I, I learned how to use the washing machine by a 10-year-old kid who posted how to use a washing machine on YouTube. Because to that, you know, that 10-year-old 10-year kid can do more. Even, uh, not just showing how to use a washing machine. That's a good example. And that's the passion of the 10-year-old kid. Share some information, share the, the right way uh, to use those machines, for example. And it's a very authentic and personal content. It's not for everyone, but it will help transferring the knowledge to people who are seeking some answers to their question. For me, I, I sometimes I... Google on how to tie a necktie, for example, because I don't know how to tie, tie a necktie. Because here in the mm. Philippines, we don't wear neckties. It's too we hot. Only wear <laughs> yeah, it's too hot. We only, we only wear neckties. There's a wedding, there's a formal event. And, you know, 
once a year, I just go to Google or go to YouTube and learn how to, you know, to tie a, a necktie. I just spend some 15 minutes learning learning from it. And yeah, because of those information are being created by in, individuals. People should not afraid to, to share. They should remember to, to, their, to themselves and not post fake news. That's uh, one of my tips uh, for them. They're going, they're going to create content for fake news. They should, they should stop and just go to TikTok instead. <laughs> they should just dance. Dance, dance all day. Yeah, just, just dance, dance all, all day. day. Instead of creating fake news. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, to our audience and listener, uh, what, what, sh- any shout out that you want them to uh, invite them to your platform? Uh, okay, shout out. <laughs> so thank you guys for, for listening to this uh, interview and podcast. So I hope everyone in Australia are fine are okay and okay. Don't forget to wash your hands, stay home, listen to your government, wear your face mask if you're going outside, and always think that, you know, one mistake will affect millions. So be very, be, be very careful. So I hope everything will be fine after the next month. And I'm sure all of you want to go out, want to go to the mall, watch movies, meet your friends. Here in the Philippines, we are already feeling some cabin fever. But uh, thank goodness for internet. We can talk. We can do social uh, events like this. And uh, it's better than you know, going out and get sick. So for for everyone who are listening, thank you so much. And I hope you learned something well. And uh, if there's another one, just contact me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for that um, help and tips. Thank you for your time as well, Azrael. Uh, thank you to All our right. audience and listener. So thank you. If you want to sponsor the podcast to continue whatever we're doing just check us on patreon.com slash kangaroo firm and also see you next time again see you next week for another episode of fresh eyes thank you if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in apple podcast google podcast spotify stitcher or via rss while you're at it if you found value in this show rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. A-R-O-O-F-E-R-N dot com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com. www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n 